Welcome to the Business as Mission podcast, dedicated to those who long to see God glorified in business and the nations reached for Christ. Your host is Mike Bayer, longtime BAM leader and founder of Third Path Initiative, an online education resource for starting and growing BAM businesses around the world. Well, welcome to another episode of BAM Stories, the Business as Mission podcast with Mike Bear. I don't, everybody hears this every time I say this, I don't like that title, but that's what was available to us on the podcasting sites. So uh, if you want to share it with people, just give them the correct titles. They can listen. I have a good friend, old friend of mine with us today, Tom Basile, who he and his family live in Puebla, Mexico, and have been there for, well, you'll tell us the story. Just say welcome, Tom. Glad to have you. Thank you. We've been here 28 years. It'll be 29 years, April next year. So, Tom, you have a, there's so many things we could talk about. You have an interesting history in that you started as a more or less traditional missionary, raising support, going to Puebla to do various projects and so forth. But over the time, you you began to get into business's mission, as I think, as you did your your doctoral thesis on alternative funding for missions. You've really mm-hmm. broken a lot of ground. So, Tell us a little bit about that journey from when you first, you know, decided to go and and how you began to transition into a, a much more integrated approach to missions than I've seen pretty much anywhere. Yeah. So when we when we first got down here in 93, after spending a year of language school in Costa Rica, I taught at uh, Puebla Bible Seminary and we launched our first church in, in and I taught there for 10 years in those 10 years. What I observed was two of our graduates got into the pastorate where they were fully funded uh, as pastors. In 10 years, just two students that I'm aware of, all of the other students were forced into some type of uh, hybrid uh, method. Some of them were driving taxis, and I was just so frustrated that they did not have the wherewithal to delve into ministry full-time. And so I just started thinking, there's got to be an alternative uh, option out there. And I ended up going to a conference. And in that conference, your book was mentioned. And I read it. Uh, This was 2003. Uh, I read it. And on the back page was your phone number. (laughs) I called you (laughs) and uh, ended up uh, going to your Airbnb and spending two days uh, and we talked shop about ministry and and you were so excited about uh, BAM at the time and how you explained how it morphed out of the marketplace ministry into BAM and uh, what captured my attention uh, was how many churches were planted through the BAM model and um, because at the end of the day my heart's conviction is I believe the best way that we're going to transform the world is through the local church. Mm -hmm. And the more new churches that we can see planted, I'm all in. And how BAM was solving one of the fundamental issues I was seeing as holding the ministry back in Mexico, which was funding Mm -hmm. um, for the the local uh, pastor. And so uh, I just started reading everything I can get my hand on. And then I decided uh, I was uh, doing a doctoral program at a Phoenix seminary. And I said, you know what? I think this is what I want to do my dissertation. And then you encouraged me 
uh, to do it. And so I presented it to the head of the doctoral program, and uh, he was adamantly against uh, that. Uh, I remember that. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. And it was one of my first awakenings that I was stepping into a model that was not genuinely accepted because the dichotomy between uh, the secular and the sacred was so deep that this was going to be an uphill battle. But at that time, I was ready to tackle some new issues. I was tired of dealing with the same old issues that comes with the faith-based way of doing the Great Commission. And I was ready to kind of see what else we could mess up. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It does does underscore that there's no right way to do this, right? Yeah. Um, There are many different ways that God honors. I think you and I talked a lot about the fact that the We'll call it traditional, but it's not like it from the very beginning. The traditional funding model for world missions is is waning. It's just simply not adequate. And so bringing, finding the ways to bring business into it, not as the answer, but as an answer, as a solution has been has been fun. I've truly forgotten, Tom, about the guy, your professor. <laughs> when I was in seminary, I had to change majors in order to get my thesis approved. So I, I, I'm familiar with that. So when you and I connected, not at the beginning, but as I came down, you know, with the kickoff of the BAM Center, you you took a, a really creative view and approach to bringing business together and, and alongside your other ministries, church planning, water projects, and so forth. Tell us a little bit about the early days of the BAM Center, and then we want to get to really, you know, what you're doing now. And I'll tell you, I'm going to give you a heads up. I want to ask you to tell us how to how to access your, your uh, dissertation, because a lot, I've recommended it to people and I don't know how to get it. So okay. anyway, so tell us, tell us about the, the bringing in the, the formation of the BAM center and, and over the, I guess, and then that's transition to some even newer things that you're working on. Yeah. So um, uh, in 2009, we, I finished my, my dissertation. We got it approved, even though uh, the head of the department was against it. Uh, I had an incredible uh, two readers and, you know, I just thank God for them. And uh, as soon as I finished, uh, we were thinking originally of doing a pet uh, business, uh, the plastic uh, and recycling that. And, um, ended up looking at hundreds of properties here. And I remember one comment you made, I think you went to one of our first presentations in Dallas. That's right. And afterwards you said, Tom, you're probably going to have to have about a hundred meetings to get the money that you need. And then you had set up a meeting for us uh, in Atlanta And uh, one of my contacts went there and he literally said, I'm all in. Uh, All the money you need is there. Uh, So we we literally had two meetings and the funding was there. So we How just, wrong I was. <laughs> well, uh, thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we got the money, we purchased the property, and I decided I want to take full advantage of the network of uh, churches and agencies uh, that we've accumulated in just doing ministry in Mexico. So uh, at the time, I was the national director for Living Water, and 
they became one of our primary renters in the early days. We had a we had a doctor. Let's back it up just a second because when you you say renters, you you when you bought property, you developed that property into office space, conference space, medical, dental space. So when so I want the, our listeners to understand that when you say renters, that you you built a a business property, you became a a, a landlord for the glory of God. So. Yeah, and actually, so there's a huge paradigm shift from uh, doing a business, a business, to on the property to the property uh, being the business. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, we developed the property and put up a sixteen thousand square foot uh, three story building, and we decided to rent out to like minded Christian organizations. For the most part, there were a couple of exceptions. And the model uh, became fairly successful. And what I loved about it is for missionaries that are not business people, the passive income that rent produces kind of allowed you to get your business legs under you. It worked wonderfully up till 2019. And then me and the board had a difference of opinions, had to move forward. And in that time frame, a lot of, a lot of ministry was done. A lot of collaboration of ministry was done because different agencies were under the same roof. And we uh, collectively brought, I think, a much stronger, holistic product to the villages that we were trying to reach. We'll take a short break and Mike will be right back with Tom Basile. The Business as Mission podcast would like to thank our sponsor for this episode, Anchor. Anchor is the free platform for creating and publishing podcasts. Check them out at anchor.fm. They are part of the Spotify family. I got to say, I love the model, and this is part of why I wanted to get you on the podcast, is I think there are a lot of folks out there in the world of missions that that aren't business people. That, that That's not the call, but they know they need to have some kind of business funding mechanism. And I think what you created, Tom, and what the Lord led you to create was brilliant in that it, it was a lot of work, I know, but it also gave you the time to do a lot of the other sort of traditional mission work you wanted to do and are passionate about. So to me, it's, it's a it's a model that needs to be explored. And for those who uh, want to learn more about it, I guess it's still, it's still BAMCenter.com. Is that still the best place to learn about it? Yeah, .com.mx. Okay, .com.mx. Okay, so the it's BAM Center, B-A-M Center, dot com dot mx so great place to go learn you and i was there i mean it's a beautiful property really well built really pleasant to be in really glorious glorifies god and like i say all the different ministries that were housed under one roof that was a special thing but you transitioned um sort of just before covid and so now what are you working on now because i know the band center is still going but you've moved on into your next endeavor Yeah. So now uh, I've been doing a lot of training on church planning. We would like to incorporate your material on the BAM incubators on training these pastors to be bivocational. But I would say the, the latest venture that we are about to launch, we just purchased a large piece of property, uh, two miles from the Caribbean coast. Uh, it's actually called the Emerald Coast. And we will be developing that property again. We are donating 
two and a half acres to the camp seminary. We are uh, to get a educational institution up and running in Mexico is a you take out about four rainforests worth of paperwork to, to get it going. And so rather than get involved in that arduous process, we are going to be um, working with Pueblo Bible Seminary, but we will be focusing in on more of the rural pastors where uh, a lot of them, uh, Spanish is their second language. They would either speak Totonaco or Nahuatl. And we want to kind of have a different focus on training them and, and, and getting them some livestock to go back into the village and make it more sustainable in a more agricultural uh, manner. We do plan on uh, putting up a gated community there and just start selling uh, small beach lots, you know, to uh, U.S. and Mexican believers. And uh, there's 350 yards of frontage property to uh, the coastal highway. Uh, it's one main highway that goes all the way from Tabasco all the way up to Matamoros. And that goes right by the property. And we want to make that our commercial base. And we're not sure what we're going to put there yet. But in the meantime... We're going to be throwing livestock on the property uh, because it's been abandoned for two and a half years. And it is literally categorized as rainforest. So it gets 69 uh, inches of rain a year. Oh, my. That's amazing. And so, so here's a whole new endeavor, you know, this whole land development thing. You know, again, it, it's taking what's there being creative on, on how to use it and, and seeing God, you know, both provide funding through it, but also provide ministry through it. And, and you, you know, you made the comment earlier about, you know, training, and I know you're an equipper at heart, that, that really is, is who you are and, and equipping pastors. And, you know, I did bivocational ministry for several years. I pastored a small church in the country and couldn't, you know, couldn't pay the bills. And so I had to have, you know, outside jobs, was going to school full time, but I loved it. And, and, it, and so there is, it can be done in many, you know, developing countries, particularly the rural areas, that that's the way it's going to be. So rather than looking at that as a negative, how can you come along and support that? And I love, I love the way your thinking is, is, is leading you. We've got a lot of guests on this podcast who have also found a niche in some sort of agricultural business, not big agribusiness, but like Kajani Forestry in Uganda, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're actually growing trees to replace mm. other, you know, trees have been, you know, clear cut. Same thing with, with um, the uh, Sun, Sunshine Nut Company. They're doing world-class cashews in Mozambique. So again, you know, this idea of, of helping villagers with livestock and, and bivocational pastors with, with livestock, absolutely brilliant. I think it's as biblical as a day is long. And I, I always love to, to hear what you're doing. How are you doing? How are, how are you and your lovely bride doing? We, we're doing wonderful. You know, you take a, a huge leap of faith like that. And basically, we changed our investment from stock to real estate. And uh, I, I'm excited. I feel uh, invigorated. And uh, we're, we've got conferences, church planning conferences and planned in, uh, we just finished one in, in, at the seminary. We had 40 students take the class. 
eight of which will be planning a church within the next year. Uh, we have one in Guadalajara, the second largest city in Mexico, and, and that's in July. And then we're going to be doing one in the Papantla area. Uh, so Papantla is about an hour from the ranch that we bought. Again, these are the guys that want to plant a church back even further in uh, the mountains where there's just not a lot of people of uh, light skin color and uh, nor do they speak uh, a lot of them will even speak spanish so they're they're going what i'm excited about uh, these guys they're going a place that i couldn't go yeah and uh and so you know we'll we'll see where uh, how that develops but the other the other cool thing about papantla is that's the vanilla capital vanilla bean capital of the world really yeah, I'm smelling or tasting another business coming. It could be. <laughs> you know, my mom told me uh, she lives in New York. She's like, Tommy, she goes, I just bought two vanilla beans for $15, two beans. <laughs> so who knows? That may be another endeavor. That's awesome. So how can people learn more about what you're doing, Tom? What's a, what's a, is there a new site they can go to? We do a weekly update. Uh, so uh, if, if they want to send in uh, their uh, email, uh, we do a weekly update and we do a monthly newsletter. And we do have a our website, which is bamcenter.com.mx. Okay. And so can they sign up for the newsletter through the site or is there an email they need to send to you? I know I get it. Yes to both. They can do both. Fantastic. Well, I would encourage our listeners to do that because... Um, other than the fact he's just a great guy and he's got a wonderful family and a great ministry in Mexico, Tom is just uh, really on the edge of thinking. I think not on the edge of insanity, but on the edge of new thinking. And God continues to meet you, brother. And it's just, for me, it's, it's fun to see this happening. Thanks for spending time with us, guys. This is Tom Basile, bamcenter.com.mx. Did I get that right? And uh, just you know, doing some wonderful work in Mexico and 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 setting some setting some patterns. I think a lot of you can follow. One of the things of this, Tom, and I'll give you the final word, is that uh, by telling stories, we're trying to communicate to people that you can do it too, right? That, that you don't have to be Superman Christian to go do business as mission somewhere. And that's not. A, and, and Tom, Tom would be the first one to say, "I'm not Superman Christian." I might disagree with him and think he is, but. But this is really about what God's doing with people like us. It's just that's the that's the power and the point of this whole podcast. So, Tom, last word is yours, and then we'll we'll say goodbye. I appreciate our friendship over the years and this model. I've loved doing this model. I think it has potential to to change the world. I think it was you that said one time, only God could use could birth a church out of a business and just think completely opposite and at the end of the day we got to get it done why why we we got to make hay while there's sun i mean the enemy is gaining ground and uh, we need new churches out there to push that darkness back of this truth absolutely and uh it, it is a god thing that that is for sure so Tom Basile, thank you, my brother. Those of you listening to this podcast, please spread it, spread it around. Let the stories get out. And also, wherever you got the podcast, give us a review so others can tune in and hear more of the BAM stories. So Tom Basile, bamcenter.com.mx. Great story. Thanks, brother. Blessings. Take care. 
Thanks for listening to the Business as Mission podcast. For more information, go to thirdpathinitiative.com or triventure.com. Please share this podcast and give us a review wherever you listen.